Radio brings you the 2023 National Arts Festival. Ootelete, right on cue. Welcome to day six of the National Arts Festival. I'm your host, Wusha Ansiwe Made, bringing you Right on Cue, live from Akanda. We're just over the hump with the fantivities, and I hope you're all still enjoying yourself. Today's show looks at Ripe and Ready, what can be found at the stores during the festival, and the media brunch. Peachy Keen is an international singing queen with a voice as big as her heart. Hot from Hong Kong, Peachy is ripe and ready and determined to spread her infectious laughter and delight. Fresh, funny and flirty, Peachy will charm the pants of anyone she meets, with consent of course. Ripe and Ready is a solo drag cabaret burlesque extravaganza, perfect for those of us who love a cheeky fun. Amate Shosha, our reporter, brought us this from the show. Hi, I'm Yolanda and I'm here with Apiwe. I'm interested to actually see what it's about and yeah, I'm feeling very excited about the show. So as you see, I'm on my I'm sweater, I'm part of the Rainbow family, so it actually seemed very interesting and it's not every day that you actually um, see shows, especially a drag queen who is a female, so it's very interesting and I want to see that. Hi, my name is Nicole. Um, we saw the show and we were so excited to see Ripe and Ready. It's something different that you don't often see here at NAF and we are really excited to enjoy the evening with her, with my family and everything. So, yeah. Hi, my name's Savo and I decided to watch the show because it looks really entertaining. And a friend of mine has actually seen the show before and she said it's really great. So I'm excited. show and it was amazing I haven't laughed like that in like quite a while and like the sexual puns to be honest with you were like hilarious <laughs> but like nice to get along with as well she was so amazing I loved her voice it's amazing like amazing is not yeah. even giving it enough credit like there needs to be a better word for it <laughs> And I think the takeaway message was so beautiful. It was like experiencing all, all emotions, like happy, sadness, like warmth. It was just beautiful. I would definitely recommend it. Like, it's five stars in my book. Ten. <laughs> Ten. It was really good.
Bond Street around the cathedral is a destination you have to visit. It has food, art and clothes. Our reporter Kulumango Kutlane managed to sit down with people who happen to be selling on the street. This is what he brought us. I'm an artist, Teresa Lusengu. I'm always exhibiting a Grahamstown Festival a lot of years. Last year I didn't come. That is my painting I'm selling. They symbolize a rainbow nation. You can see, you can see the color. And normally I reproduce a woman, you can see. Because I know that everybody comes from woman. All the way it comes from woman. That's why uh, human abuse eh, give me some feeling to reproduce on a human because they are they are not strong. Yeah, they are powerless. That is my work I do. You can come opposite the city hall. You find me there. I'm waiting for you, and you are welcome. Hello, my name is uh, George Ayodiji Adewale. I'm from Nigeria, but I'm resident in Johannesburg. I'm here for the festival, the Kriamstown Standard Bank uh, Jazz Festival. This is handmade shoes. I made it by myself. Actually, I make this design by myself, and I'm trying to, you know, to meet up to the standard of what people are doing. My shoe goes for, this one goes for 400 rand each. They can find my store by High Street, Makanda Tourism Center. Okay, uh, my name is Azayas Jametivan, originally from Mozambique. Yeah, I've been South Africa now for 40 years, right? I was in Cape Town since 1992. And I, my first year to come to Grahamstown was 1993. But, but me, I'm... Grimstonian based now, so my project range from 200 rands up. Let's say 120 up because I've got um, little, I'll say vests and and the ladies, um, some that call it tank tops, stuff like this. As I say, there's it's, it's 100 rands. Eh? I buy the fabric of what is it? was based in Cape Town, so all the fabric I have here, I I bought it from Cape Town, and then I cut. I stitch, I print myself. See, I use industrial sewing machines, and then the printing is, is hands. I'm still learning. I'm self-taught when it comes to cutting. Uh, stitching also, yes, I, I taught myself how, uh, how, how, how to, to use a machine. But I'm outside cathedral, Tech Square facing Makanda. Makanda is Makanda information, maybe, because it's what is more popular. Eh? Yeah, and then also got the stall at, uh, at the arch. With a hoarse voice betraying hours of hard work, CEO of the National Arts Festival, Monica Newton, along with her artistic director, Rusera Seethor, briefed the media about what has been happening at the festival so far. Our reporter, Wangambau, has brought us this. Welcome to the 49th edition of the National Arts Festival. The National Arts Festival this year has been defined by space and time as always. So believe it or not, one of the key things that we had to take into consideration in terms of designing this year's festival was load shedding. And so all of our venues have backup power. All of them have been very carefully selected so that we are safely able to provide backup power by generator, by inverter, 
or by any other means that our incredible technical team has been able to, to put together. Our first weekend has been wonderful. We've had some really, really great shows. Uh, for those of you who are able to join us for the Boston uh, Youth Philharmonic Orchestra, fantastic. Fussy Nova blew the roof off. That's exactly what the festival is for. It's to see our well-known artists. It's to see artists that we've never met before. It's to meet new work. It's to meet each other. It's to find meaning and inspiration. But fundamentally, we've also had a lot of success with work on the fringe. At this point, fringe shows are actually representing 54% of ticket sales, which is really great news because, as you know, the fringe takes home 90% of its ticket revenue. So these are independent artists who, on risk, are joining us at the festival, who are putting their hopes and their dreams on the line, who are putting real money on the table to come, and it looks like their shows are doing, are doing really well. Um the streets begin to swell as artists and, uh, and visitors from the Eastern Cape and other parts of the country came through. The festival call opened last year with um, a loosely framed set of themes. Some of those have filtered through to artists' work this year. Um, I think as, as I'm looking out here, the monument this morning and yesterday has been enfolded in, this, uh, in these clouds that kind of bring a sense of holding and closeness uh, which is a bit emblematic of, of some of the things that I've been experiencing more directly over the days that, uh, since festival started. There's um, some, some key uh, points that I've kind of experienced from the first weekend, uh, artists dealing with healing, transcendental experiences, a kind of otherworldliness, really starting off right here in this, in this building with... Uh, Three of our more prominent artists, all Standard Bank Young Artist Award winners from last year, presenting this year with exhibitions in this space. Uh, uh, Msaki, as you know, is uh, is here. Also here is is Koleka Putuma's work. She was with us this weekend. She did a walkabout, which was which was very well attended as well. It was um, it was quite quite packed in the in the main gallery space. Both Msaki and Koleka have done this. It's a difficult thing for an artist to do, and they both. Mamela Nyamza, a South African well. ballet dancer who's performed on world-renowned stages, brings us her Hatched Ensemble, an autobiographical performance which reflects on her life as an artist. This interview was brought to us by Naledindala. The fact that the ballet-trained dancers, we as ballet-trained dancers, we all have similar stories as the other in the ballet structures. So all of them. We've had those conversations, and I realized that we have the same story, you know. So now, with them, transferring my autobiographical work to them, I had to look at their stories individuals, as individuals. So all of them are kind of hatching out, too, within their own stories that is similar to mine. It's not only females, there's also males who are coming out in the piece who are actually dressed as women. So we have two males, and... Um, nine, ten dancers, nine dancers, and an opera singer. And actually all of them are all about, some are out, some are just coming out as ballet dancers and trying to get their own identities as individuals. And some are just going through some transitions in their lives that are that they're trying to liberate themselves. Also in the ballet structures as black bodies, we never fitted in completely because of our, body, our bodies and also the color, you know? 
I mean, them wearing pink shoes, pink tights, all of that was in contrast with our own skins. But now we are using that also to tell the story because I'm, I call those ballet shoes as tools of oppression <laughs> because they were actually quite hard on us as black women because we were also told that at some point in our um, ballet classes that is so limited that, oh, you've got ugly feet, oh, you've got flat feet, oh, you've got big feet. We never had really petite, beautiful feet because, you know, we grew up um, working barefoot, you know, and then you have to go to ballet class and wear those point shoes. And we had wide feet than the ballet, than the, than the other. I don't want to use colors than the other, you know. So there was always those um, differences. So now we are talking about all of that, you know. So it's layered. It's like peeling an onion. You know, when you peel an onion, there's a seed, the green one in the bottom. So hash is like that. You will see it being lay, the one layer out, one layer out, one layer coming in, one layer actually blossoming. So we're talking about all of that. Yeah. So this, um, we, what you're talking about, a layer after a layer, can this be seen with um, the, the type of, of, of clothing you decide to wear when you perform, when you have layers on top of layers? Yes, the clothes are there. The piece is all about clothes. <laughs> and at the same time, as you having clothes, it's like we are hanging our dirty laundry, you know? So metaphorically, it's like you will see these layers and you'll see these layers being hanged. You know, in the metaphor of like, I'm hanging my dirty laundry, or you're putting your dirty laundry out there. So we are, as dancers, as them, putting our dirty laundry out there to the public. Because our dirty laundry is from those point shoes, those romantic tutus, um, also even in domestic life, because there's also dirty laundry in domestic life um, when you are actually confined to situations that you don't want to be confined into. So all of that is a dirty laundry, you know? And then we have a rope. I mean, a rope can say so many things. It's between life and death. Do you want to cross that rope? Or do you want to stay behind and suffer the consequences of not being free? So at the end, they are all free. They come out. Yeah, they laid out there. That's it for the Q Radio insert in collaboration with RMR and the School of Journalism and Media Studies. A special thank you goes to Ngosi Ngobo for producing the show. See you tomorrow for more National Arts Festival fun. Radio brings you the 2023 National Arts Festival. Right on Q. Hashtag Q Radio.